What's going on? Matt Savoka here from Awesomeo.com, bringing you the Super Bowl 56 DraftKings Contenders video, the final video of the NFL season, the final top plays video here, and we've got such a great matchup. The Los Angeles Rams playing in their home stadium, SoFi Stadium, this Sunday night at 6.30 Eastern against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are technically the home team, but are four and a half point underdogs in this 48 and a half point total game this should be such a good matchup and i'm so excited for it but uh but before we get into the breakdown just want to remind you guys to like this video subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me matt savoka a follow on twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor fan up if you haven't checked out fan up already now is the best time to do so they're featuring contests for the nba and of course the super bowl all this week and if you use promo code awesome you see it at the bottom of the screen you can get 25 dollars in free betting credit and 2,000 bonus points which is the equivalent of 20 dollars in betting credit all of this is no deposit required definitely check out the link in the video description below so that you can get started on fan up today Okay, guys, on the screen here, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays on DraftKings. And it's a pretty interesting bunch because salaries make this a pretty tough single game slate, especially on this platform this weekend. Number 10, the Rams defense. They were the number one team in terms of PFF team defensive grades of any team to make the playoffs this year. That's why they're in the optimal lineup a surprising 32% of the time. Despite the way that Joe Burrow has played, this might actually be the toughest defense he's faced in this entire postseason. Then Joe Mixon with an equivalent 32% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Again, salary considerations are tough here, but if there is any player who's going to have 20 overall opportunities in this game, it's Mixon. And with great opportunity often comes great production. We can't guarantee it. Again, this is a tough, tough defense, but still a third of the time he's in the optimal lineup. Tyler Boyd has a 38% chance of being in the optimal optimal lineup. And despite being the third receiver on his own team, his route participation rate and his snap share are up above 90% this season and postseason, averaging a ridiculously low four and a half percent, excuse me, four and a half yards per reception this postseason. That must come up at least to that season long average of about 8.8. .8. But still, if it gets up there, we'll see him pop in the optimal lineup. He's in there, excuse me, 38% of the time. Then Odell Beckham, of course, has more upside here, more ceiling, but his median projection is actually pretty close to Boyd here. He's in the optimal lineup 39% of the time. And then Jamar Chase, the rookie of the year in the NFL, has a 41% chance of being in the optimal lineup. He's the optimal captain play even at 10,400, 6.6% .6 of the time. He still is outside the top five. Who makes it? Let's watch and find out. At number five, Cam Akers running back for the Los Angeles Rams. And Cam Akers is banged up here. He missed a bunch of practices in the days leading up to this game. But he's definitely going to play. 
Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle are also going to play here. So his chance of getting 20 opportunities here, it's pretty darn low. He had 13 rush attempts uh, last week, and that was because he got banged up. 24 rush attempts like he had in the game against Tampa Bay. That seems like a little bit of a stretch here. At least he didn't average two yards a carry like he did against Tampa in the divisional round. 3.7 yards per carry. That's pretty unspectacular. But still, we're looking at a median projection of 13.5 fantasy points on DraftKings, and that's 6,400 salary compared to some other players on this slate. That's pretty modest here. So, so Cam Akers is a fine play. He's in the clear, you can play him category. Still, just a 6% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points as a starting running back. That's not so great. And in nearly 30% of our simulations, he's scoring less than 10 fantasy points. He's got an outside shot of being the optimal captain, but really you want him at the flex play just because he has that usage guarantee being Sean McVay's favorite of the Rams three running backs. He is in the optimal lineup 43% of the time. At number four, quarterback Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, give him a lot of credit here. He's played excellently this postseason, but the efficiency numbers have actually been so-so, really, in this last three-game stretch. 6.6 .6 yards per attempt is a far cry. That's what he had last week compared to 9.4 yards per attempt against the Tennessee Titans in the divisional round. He was okay in the wild card round, 7.2 yards per attempt against a pretty lackluster Las Vegas defense, but this Los Angeles Rams defense, they are not lackluster at all. PFF, again, graded them as the number one defense of all teams making the playoffs this year, and in yards allowed per pass attempt they were top 10 in the nfl still the ceiling is pretty good for a player like burrow in 29 percent of our simulations he's scoring 30 fantasy points and he's got a solid median projection of 20.2 he's a quarterback on a one game slate but he makes much more sense this weekend in the flex spot he only has a 3.5 percent chance of being the optimal captain i'm probably going to be under that at, even though he's probably going a big way to Cincinnati winning if they're able to pull off the upset. Still, the most likely outcome is him having a pretty middling performance for his salary. That's why he's in the optimal lineup 46% of the time. At number three, Matthew Stafford, and essentially the same median projection and nearly an identical salary to quarterback Joe Burrow. And you're definitely going to want to play one of these players. But if you're asking me which one I want, give me Stafford all day, essentially because I'm just going with the Vegas totals. They are implied for 4.5 more points here. And Stafford has actually had a more efficient playoffs and arguably a tougher road to the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers and the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers especially. He only had to throw 17 times against the Arizona Cardinals in the wild card round, but since then, Stafford has been incredible, throwing for over 330 yards in both games here and over 7.5 yards per attempt. In 28% of our simulations, Stafford is scoring over 30 fantasy points, and in just 8% of our sims, is he scoring less than 10. Same with Burrow and, and Stafford here. They're both not really coming up as optimal captains. The salary has a lot to do that. Just a 4% chance for Stafford in there, but a 45% chance of being in the optimal flex spot. He's in the optimal lineup 49% of the time. At number two, wide receiver T. Higgins for the Cincinnati Bengals. And this may surprise a lot of you, but T. Higgins, especially on DraftKings for much of the second half of the season, has been priced at this enticing level where the ceiling projection is similar enough 
to players like Jamar Chase, but his salary is lower that he consistently pops in our optimizers and in our simulations as a value option. And look at that medium projection, 16 fantasy points with just a modest 7,600 salary on DraftKings. Compare that to other top tier players and you can understand why he's being picked as that value skill position player in so many of our lineups. I mean, he's the optimal captain play in nearly 11% of our sims and he's got nearly a 19% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points. Remember, this is a player who's had over 90 receiving yards in two straight games, despite Jamar Chase getting all those accolades, literally winning the rookie of the year this week, T. Higgins could easily finish as the top receiver on his own team. And that means he is a solid value. He is the number two play in 50% of the optimal lineups. Now, before I reveal my number one play on DraftKings for Super Bowl 56, just want to remind you guys one more time, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoka, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor, FanUp. If you haven't checked out FanUp, definitely check them out. Check out the link in the video description below because you can use promo code AWESOMO to get 2,000 bonus points, the equivalent of $20 to bet on their site, no deposit required, and they've got NBA and NFL contests all this week. Definitely check them out today. Okay, guys, let's reveal my number one play on DraftKings for Super Bowl Sunday. And at number one, it's wide receiver Cooper Cup. Who'd you think it was going to be? It's, of course, Cooper Cup. Just an incredible year for Cooper Cup. And I think that if you're fading him, especially if you're fading him entirely when playing multiple lineups, I think you're overthinking the slate. Obviously, he could underperform his high salary. His 11,600 salary is definitely scary. But look at the number of times he's still showing up as the optimal captain despite having the highest salary of any skill position player on this slate. 16% chance there and 64% of our simulations show Cooper Cup in at least a flex spot. He has a 28 point median fantasy point projection, which is a number that many quarterbacks couldn't dream of. And in 47% of our simulations right now, he's scoring over 30 fantasy points. I think that's a little bullish. I think that's a little aggressively high. Obviously, there are ways he could underperform here, and it's not like Cincinnati isn't going to pull out all the stops to try to stop Cooper Cup here, but it's not like all defenses in the previous games have been trying anything else, and Cup has been incredible, especially over the last two games, 140 plus yards receiving on at least 11 targets in the divisional round and the conference championship round and he's had four touchdowns already this postseason. Cooper Cup is my favorite MVP pick, and he is the number one play on DraftKings for this Super Bowl. And that is going to do it for my top plays on DraftKings for Super Bowl 56. If you're looking for the FanDuel or the Yahoo version of this video, it's around here somewhere. Go ahead and search for it on the channel. Guys, it's been an incredible season. Thank you so much for sticking around and watching these contenders videos all season and postseason long. We got you covered on Osmo.com and the Osmo YouTube channel for every single sport, every single DFS sport, for MLB, for PGA, for NBA, for NHL, you name it, we got it. So keep it right here on the Awesome o YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm Matt Savoka. We'll see you guys later.